If you watched Ocean's Eleven, starting with the ending and then going back from the beginning, would it ruin the movie for you? Or would you better appreciate the arc of the story? You'd sound pretty smart too to your friends who hadn't seen it before. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. On the contrary, we speak God's hidden wisdom. Okay, so this is comes on the heels of yesterday's text about how we do speak wisdom among the mature, but it's not the wisdom of the rulers of this age because they're all coming to nothing. On the contrary, verse 7 reads, we speak God's hidden wisdom and a mystery, a wisdom God predestined before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age knew this wisdom because if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Think on who carried out the crucifixion, spearheaded by the Jews, but colluding with Roman authorities. Do you remember them trying to get Pilate, Pontius Pilate, to, to participate? And Pilate, meanwhile, is like, what is truth? And he's just used by this crowd. He's like, give us Barabbas. I mean, they, they, they didn't have anything within the Torah that capacitated crucifixion, but they liked Roman crucifixion. And so they wanted to use Roman authority to carry out the crucifixion. In their own minds, in their own narratives, their own stories, they thought themselves champions of justice and righteousness. If you were to have a microphone and a camera and you were to find them right there at the foot of the cross at Golgotha and ask them, like, what are you doing right now? They would tell you, they would have told you something like, we are silencing a heretic who has claimed to be one with God. But when Jesus prayed for them, he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Now, what's struck me about that even recently is that they thought they did know what they were doing. They thought they were righteous. They thought they were carrying out the will of God. They thought they were fulfilling the law of God. They were actually killing the Son of God. It's not that they were utterly without motive, like I have no idea what I'm doing here. They thought they were doing the right thing. They thought themselves virtuous. They thought themselves more righteous than Jesus for crying out loud. But Jesus knew that they didn't know. This was of ancient. The cross, the crucifixion, was foreknown by God before the foundations of the earth. You can see foreshadowings of the cross all the way back in Eden, the pronouncement of the curses upon creation at original sin. It's called the Proto-Euangelion, the, the pre-gospel. God knew what was happening. He knew about the cross all the way back in Eden, but he'd written the ending before it started. That means that God knew about bone cancer in children. He knew about the Holocaust. He knew about every terrible thing that would ever happen, but he still created anyway. Based on what we see about the character of God and what we read about the character of God, it is better then to have created than not to have created. Before the foundations of the earth, God knew about the cross. He knew that that's where atonement would be made possible. That's where redemption would be facilitated. Now, just like watching a movie with the ending in mind, go to the end of the book, right? As you go through your chronological plan, I know we're still in January if you're going, going through this with us in real time, but peek ahead at how the story ends, man. It ends in perfection and glory forevermore, where there will never be another angelic rebellion, there'll never be another sin, and we will exist with God forever, having been atoned for. That is perfection forevermore. That's the ending. 
And just like watching a movie like Ocean's Eleven or, or Raiders of the Lost Ark or whatever it is, like watch the ending first and then go back and you understand why everything within the story has been structured this way, why the author wrote the story to go this way, that he knew how he would end the story so that the meantime, the difficulty, the trial, the affliction, the dark chapters, they're redeemed in the end. Then you can kind of see what this verse is talking about. The, the rulers of this age, they have no idea what they're really doing. They have no they have no concept for true wisdom. They think that they're wise, but they're fools. They think the cross is foolishness, but it's wisdom. And all the while, God, before the foundations of the earth, he already knew that he'd make atonement possible at the cross. That's why everything we teach comes back to Christ and him crucified. The wisdom of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those of us who are being saved, it's the power of God. It's the absolution. It's the hope. It's the redemption. It's the one thing that changes everything about this broken, messed up world that will be used by God to bring it into that perfect ending that he's already authored before the foundations. Watch the ending first, and then you understand why. But the rulers of this age have no concept of how the story ends. It's God's hidden wisdom in a mystery, a wisdom God predestined before the ages for our glory. It results in our glorification. Anytime you see the word glory pertaining to human beings, it's about us in heaven, perfected, washed white, atoned for, forevermore perfected in the presence of God. That's why we are being saved. Our salvation culminates in our glorification. So when we're glorified in heaven forevermore with Jesus, the story is complete. This was made possible before the ages, before the beginning at the cross. The guys who carried out the crucifixion, the rulers of this age, the very ones whom Paul's wisdom, uh, Paul is calling their wisdom into check, they had no idea what they were doing. This is Jesus' words at the cross, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Sound a little more significant now. It does to me at least. None of the rulers of this age knew this wisdom because if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. It was a mystery how God would do this. Angels were fascinated with it. They looked into it with great curiosity. Peter, in his epistle, when writing about the process of inspiration for scripture, would describe the prophets and their process where the Holy Spirit would give them words. And they were writing it for our benefit today. They were carried along by the Spirit. This was an ancient wisdom that was of old. It's from the Logos. It's from the Holy Spirit of God, the one who wrote the story, the one who was there in the very beginning, the one who holds the ending in his hand. This is foolishness to the world, but for you and me, this is perfect ancient wisdom. Rest in the perfection of scripture because the one who wrote this story is writing yours, Christian. Go share this with somebody today.